Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. What's going on, fellow Broncos fans and maybe fans of some other teams as well? Um, just thanks for tuning in. Doesn't matter who you are, just matters that you guys are here because it is Horse Tracks for Thursday, September 15th, and... Uh, I'm sure most of you guys, like me, are still reeling from that loss on Monday night. And we're going to be going over a couple things that resulted from that game, uh, whether it be some news. Unfortunately, it's news on the injury side of things. And we also got a couple quotes coming out of that game as well. And I know you guys are probably pretty ready to move on from this game. We got probably one more thing to talk about until we fully get into the Houston Texans coming up on Sunday home opener it's going to be a good time hopefully hopefully uh Davis Mills does not do Davis Mills things considering he is probably the best quarterback to come from his draft class uh, especially given how Mac Jones and how Trey Lance looked uh, last week but hey it's uh 
it could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, but we're going to we're going to figure things out, Broncos country, aren't we? But we got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, first of all, I'm just glad that we're done with this game done to deal with the super fickle Seahawks fans boy I'm going to get on the rant before I get to the news portion of this just real quick don't mind me um but Seahawks fans are they kind of suck I mean there's so much hate for a quarterback that got the this franchise a Super Bowl um it was a big component key in them actually being relevant for as long as they were and it was the franchise that hung him out to dry. It was the team's management that wanted him out of Seattle. And now these fans are trashing him, calling him traitor. You had, um, and, and, but shout out, first of all, shout out to DK Metcalf, okay? Because he refused to sign a, uh, san, a fan's sign that um, said, uh, uh, let's cook Russ. So shout out to DK for that one. Also shout out for him. For Colin Russell Wilson, the best player he's ever played with when they did their jersey swap. So, he's respectable um, for most things. I thought it was kind of dumb how he was trying to totally flex on Patrick Sertan, who absolutely shut him down. I mean, seven catches for, what, 36 yards, no touchdowns? Boy, Patrick Sertan is going to be a freaking beast for a long time. Um, and that's the positive we have going on. That's the positive of the secondary. But uh, that's how we want to start the show because, unfortunately... We're going to have to get into a couple pieces of negative news. First thing we're going to talk about is still related to the Broncos defensive secondary unit. And it, this this is a probably some of the worst news coming off this game because announced on Wednesday is that Justin Simmons will be placed on the IR with a quad injury. Apparently it happened sometime around maybe the second half against Seattle. He would go on, of course, to finish the game. Um, played well. Um, obviously, it wasn't the best Justin's version of Justin Simmons we've ever seen. But he's a still very, very valuable to uh, come on to this defense. He's set to mix the next four games of the year, which is, of course, the um, injured reserve minimum. Um, of course, those games that he will be missing is uh, this week against the Texans. They're going to have the 49ers, then the Raiders, then the Colts. And of course, after that Colts, if Justin Simmons needs to miss more time, it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. So, probably three teams here, if you include the Chargers, that a defensive secondary is going to be absolutely key for. I'm talking with the, uh, some of the weapons 49ers have. The Raiders, obviously, with Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro, and the Los Angeles Chargers, who may or may not, probably going to have um, Keenan Allen by then, but you still have Mike Williams, and apparently Gerald Everett is a, the best receiving tight end in the league now, coming off what we saw in week one. Kind of crazy. Definitely, um, was not expecting that one. Um, so, luckily, it's not the worst, worst time to lose Justin Simmons, but obviously, there's never a good time. And this is a bit of a bummer for him because he played 66 consecutive games. That's one of the reasons why Justin Simmons has been so important to this defense and such a valuable player. You know, uh, one of the best safeties in the league. That's why he's making so much money is because he's consistently on the field and playing at a very, very high level. Um, and due to this injury, Caden Stearns will now be the new starter. I fairly confident in, in his play. I think he can still be good. He's still a solid safety, but... Uh, 
No one can replace Justin Simmons, of course, and Caden Stearns had a good summer during training camp. Um, this will be a way bigger time to prove himself, hopefully, uh, for the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos also signed former Viking safety Anthony Harris to the practice squad. And saying um, Bassey was promoted to the 53-man roster as a result of this. Um, how are... Are you guys feeling horrible about this? I'm, I'm still trying to stay optimistic. I've been I've been trying to stay as optimistic as possible since Monday. Uh, of course, you might be able to see the autism pour th- or the uh, the op- um, optimism pour through when it comes to the Instagram account for Mile High Report. Of course, you can find us on Instagram at Mile High Report. Find us on Twitter as well, and you can also catch all of our amazing podcasts over on like places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, those two big ones, and our articles as well. So go on over check us out uh, because you guys are missing out if you are not um you can um, self-plug for me just release my um weekly nfl power rankings there is a team that a couple teams actually that that rose pretty dang well um so man it kind of caught me uh, off uh, off guard uh, some of these results, but also uh, it's just bad with how far the Broncos fell. Um, given from our week one power rankings to week two, go check those out. Of course, you find that at MileHighReport.com, um, and you can find a bunch of ton um, of other great articles, you know, reaction from the game, and some insight to the Houston Texans already, and so it's going to be a good time. But the uh, next injury we are going to have to talk about is um, offensive guard Quinn Miners. He's also set to miss the next four games. But this, he uh, another leg injury, but this time it's the other side of the leg with the hamstring. He strained his uh, hamstring apparently on the opening drive of the game. He played through it, but got way worse over the next couple series. And it's unfortunate because he was having a pretty successful game too. One of the things I talked about in the preseason or in the, the season preview was that I love his ability when it comes to run pro. He is so, so just physical. And that boy can drive um, you know, most people in the league too way back. And one of the reasons why Javante Williams was having such good success early on. Um, and so hopefully he's able to get back on the field soon. I, I think I'm almost more worried about this injury than I am with Justin Simmons' injury, um, given the skill and given the, uh, I guess, the, the level of talent that their backups have. Justin Simmons, Caden Stearns, better backup than, than what we have on offensive line. It's a pretty, we got our starters, and then that's about it. Unfortunately, the offensive line doesn't have great depth this year. Positive news, at least from the offensive line perspective, is that Billy Turner was listed as a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Fingers crossed that he's able to make his first start of the season against the Houston Texans. Next couple things I want to hop into before we cap things off is um, some of the quotes coming out uh, from the team, um, um, reactions from the game, maybe um, some a little bit more recent after the game, one that came out from Wednesday from Russell Wilson, Um, so we'll be hearing from him in just a second, but the first quote I want to uh, get on is that Melvin Gordon has a lot of uh, confidence apparently in Seattle Seahawks. Of course, I don't think he'll be making. Uh, I don't think he'll. Um, I don't think he'll. He actually believes that the Seahawks are going to make it this far. But one thing I do like is his reaction um, and kind of his 
I was I, I don't know if I would say confidence, but maybe just his his mindset coming off this game. Um, Melvin Gordon uh, on the CX said, "Quote: I seen Pete Carroll. He was doing his little celebrating on the sideline. That's cool. Hopefully we can meet those boys again. You know, in the Super Bowl. Hopefully, the goal is to definitely have the last laugh. They can giggle now." End quote. So clearly, um, I mean, maybe a difference uh, in terms of. How the outlook on the season's going? Uh, it might, it's Melvin Gordon isn't necessarily going with what a lot of Broncos country is feeling right now. I see not just um, not necessarily maybe optimism, but I see uh, a spirit from Melvin Gordon that isn't wavered by a loss like this, and, and by no means has have these players given up on the year and they're just going to come out maybe with a bit uh, bigger of a chip on the shoulder with a little bit more fire and hopefully they can just put the hurting on the Houston Texans on Sunday and the other quote I want to go over is Russell Wilson because man I am glad we have him as a quarterback it would be nice if we can use him as a quarterback and not rely on Brian McMass to kick 64 yard field goals to win the game you know the the kind of crazy thing is, oh bro, we would not be having any any of these conversations if that kick was just like a foot or two more to the right, which is just insane. That McMass almost sunk that man. Oh, I think he's a fantastic kicker, um, but also I prefer Russell Wilson to get five yards um, over selling for a 64-yard field goal attempt, and also use those timeouts, man. Use those timeouts. Peyton Manning tried to call 62 of them on his uh, on, on the, the Manning cast. Maybe Hackett could could do that, but of course we we see his quote where he fully took responsibility for that, and he said he definitely would not have done um, done that if he can go back. So, love I'm way more. Uh, I would say I'm way more confident in Hackett's ability to live and learn and make at least different mistakes week to week whereas Vic Fangio just sucked every week especially when it came to time management um, so I, I, I'm still cool where, where this team's at and I am still cool I'm definitely cool where um, kind of the aspect of Russell Wilson's coming from listening to what he had to say to reporters opportunities although our defense got the ball a couple times for us and just did some special things I thought we moved the ball extremely well we were really confident moving up and down the field um, we had some t- opportunities in the, in the red zone uh, Sabi almost made a great catch on one and then uh, uh, E uh, on that on the, on the one I kind of rolled out right and his foot on was I mean, supposedly that much out of bounds that would have been a touchdown uh, and a little flip to, uh, to back it's another touchdown and then we could have maybe one or two runs you know so you know, that, that's that's the name of the game. I always call it game-altering plays, gap plays, GAP. You know, it's like those game-altering plays, we got to make them. Uh, that's the difference in that game. And Russell Wilson's absolutely right. It, it's so crazy that the Broncos lost the game by a point where really they could have won this game by a few scores. They were they fumbled the ball on the one-yard line or less on back-to-back drives. Um, almost had a touchdown there, uh, and then uh, almost had a couple um, receiving touchdowns as well. And it's just these little things, the the it, it's details. And I guess the one thing we have Vic Fangio was actually right about is it's death by inches. Um, so it, it's just little details, but it's these little things where I really believe that the Broncos have it in them to turn things around. Obviously, it's going to take a lot of effort, but the 
I'm I'm, de- I'm far from giving up on the Broncos. Like some, unfortunately, some of these fans I, I've seen on Instagram um, have been. Uh, of course, I, I've gotten a way new insight on on how uh, a lot of Broncos country operates. Given that I am now running the Instagram account, so if you're liking what you see, you're going to get more, um, and it's fun. A little revitalization of it. I think we're going to have a lot of fun on Instagram, and that's one of the best ways to to get to me because I see all your comments, man. I read all of them, and a lot of them are negative uh, but also there's some, a lot more um, optimism than I was expecting so shout out to you guys let's let's just keep our mind on the prize and the Broncos could still be uh, a really good team and in like what Russell Wilson said this is one of the reasons why I'm so optimistic about this season that's definitely a word I've said a lot in this podcast but it's really how I feel and let's just remember Peyton Manning sorry his first season with the Denver Broncos two and three with a weird loss to the Houston Texans as well. So, there is hope for this team. There is... It, it's This team still riddled with talent. The coaching staff is going to learn. And one of the things I was worried about is that it was going to take a few weeks or so for this offense to really get rolling. Because that's what happens when you don't even play anyone in, in the preseason. So, let's not give hope, up hope, Broncos country. It's going to be fine. And, you know, at the least... Let's just be happy that there were no more quarterback carousel graphics on Monday Night Football. We never have to see that again, at least for the next you know, seven years or so. So let's, like I said, moral of the story, moral of the pod, look, at it, look on the bright side. Let's be optimistic, Broncos country, um, and let's just keep going. Let's just keep going the season and take a look at the Houston Texans. But thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks. Of course, if you're not already, go ahead and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, and Mile High Report. We're also on Facebook, too, if that is your go-to social media platform. And for everything, just go on over to milehighreport.com. And with all that being said, Broncos country, just, just be happy. Be positive. This is a damn good team. And we're going to have a good season. I still believe it. I feel it. It's going to happen. Let's manifest it.